This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Mike Shope and the Bulldog. I always felt bad for the like the clothes that I said I didn't like. Oh, wow. oh I'm sorry, pants. Wow. But I'm gonna take, I'm gonna go with these pants. Yeah. Yeah, right. That's incredible. Is that like super crazy? It's a little. I think it's a little crazy. It's Mike Shope. Do you get that feeling when you you know you have to go through your closet every once in a while and you're like looking at this T-shirt that you've had for a very long time and you're like, oh man, me and this T-shirt, we've been through it. We've, Not we've really. Been through a lot. No, you just you, you just can freely get rid of that T-shirt, but this stranger T-shirt that you're just. You know, taking a look at it at the store, you feel bad for that T-shirt, not the T-shirt that you've been through, you know, life with. Yeah, it's a different, it's a different thought to me. Now that is weird. And the bulldog. The shirts that you wore, you loved. You you had you. They had time with you. There's nothing to be sad about. The stuff you don't pick never it's, got. It's to, it's the, the it's the ending of the relationship. It's a, it's a sad time. No one enjoys a breakup. You're breaking up with that T-shirt, and you're not even giving it to a nice new family or like say, oh yeah, go have another nice life. You're throwing it in the trash. That T-shirt has nowhere to go. It's Mike Shope and the bulldog. And this is easily the weirdest conversation we've had. Like, ever. Think, think think about some T-shirts. Some T-shirts you don't even give that luxury of going to the trash, you, you chop it up into a, a shop rag and you wipe grease off with it. Yep. How do you think that t-shirt feels? I, I should feel... Subjugated. I should feel bad. Subjugated. On WGR Sports Radio 550. What's up, everybody? Should have a fun afternoon. Trista Crick, Sam Monson, Paul Hamilton. Rank them. No, don't rank them. Don't rank them. <laughs> don't rank them. I see that we're not a surprise at all getting Jim Nance, Tony Romo this weekend. That'll be three in a row for them in yep. Buffalo. That might be close to a record. I mean, they've probably done three in a row in places. The playoffs make that, uh, you know, not that yep. unusual. Yeah. Yep. Good chance. At, well, some chance at four. I guess we need the Jaguars to win and the Bills. Then we'd have four in a row. Oh, right. Yeah, here. Yeah, okay. Here. <laughs> it's like Bill's games. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm like, they would do the game if it's Bill's game. Okay, gotcha. Um, yeah, I guess we've we've sort of reached the, um, you know, this isn't a, a, an important milestone, but seeing as you started here, uh, I'll just say we've reached the point where, you I, you know, I was just, a, I assumed they would be doing the Bill's game. Sure. <laughs> just, you know, that's it. It. Jaguars Chiefs is a, is a CBS thing too, right? Yep. Okay. Yeah. So I knew they'd have. I figured they'd have two games. I wasn't positive, as evidenced by me asking. But I think Bills Bengals is you know because of what happened January second. Um, I, I just figured there that would be the attention grabbing game and that they would get it. So I mean, this is uh, just one form of this, and we've had these kinds of things many times. But all those years where it was just rare 
for the Bills to get the top announcers, or at least who are considered to be the top announcers, um, and especially at home, right? Like, just mm-hmm. I wonder with Jim Nance how many games it was over all those drought years, where I could I could find out. You know, is it ten visits in seventeen years? Is it more like five? You know, yeah. New England would be here sometimes. Well, they'd be here every year, but once in a while they would get that game or, uh, you know, somebody else, but yeah. not not very often. This is going to be three weeks in a row. I'm going to say it's more than five, less than ten. Somewhere in that, okay. in that range would be my guess, but, I mean, I'm you know hardly a steel trap on this stuff. Home games. Right, home games. The same numbers as that, that thing about the, the names of TV characters yesterday between five and ten. Right, that's where what you was, are on this. What was what was the thing about the TV? Characters? I was telling you how I learned about how people like somebody's job on every TV series. Oh, is the names, to yeah, yeah right. Come okay, up with yes. names, fictional characters, yeah. Okay. Right, so they yeah. look around and try they try, try to find come up with names that not <laughs> like are not common, of course, but also more than one person, so that they're just less uh, vulnerable to a lawsuit. Oh, that's actually supposed to be me up there. Well. You know, then something bad happens. Yeah. What about Jacksonville's chances? Uh, I I I'd say they have a chance. I mean, I I don't. Um, I I think with with a quarterback that's as capable as Lawrence has shown to be. Like I know it was a nightmare to start the game, but he certainly showed a lot. Um, you know, may, maybe even you could say he showed more than he would have if he just started out playing great. Because you play, start playing great, you just sort of cruise, but you get smacked in the face with that kind of adversity, four interceptions, and still keep going, and not only like pull the team out of it, but compl- like complete it. Like just you know, you, you come all the way back and win. Um, you know, I, I I think you know his his rating is you know people are probably viewing him pretty favorably at this point. I think they have a chance. You know, I I think they've got a, a potent group of skill players that aren't like super well known. They're not like the top shelf guys, but they're good. Um, so I think they've got a chance. I, I you know it's an NFL game. I mean, we just watched third string quarterback give the Bills fits. So. Um, I would think Trevor Lawrence and that crew should have some opportunity to make a game of that. We'll see how long, if at all, that lasts. <laughs> but I, 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 I'm not going to just ignore the game and assume a Kansas City win. Mm-hmm. Um, You'll you know, watch it. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I mean, yeah, I'll watch it. And if it gets stupid, maybe I'll still watch it. I bet a lot of us did that last night, right? After the way the weekend went in in some of the games. Um, you know, you see a team busting out to a big lead like Dallas did, and it looks one-sided. But okay, well, you know, let's see what happens after halftime. And you know, that never really oh. came together. <laughs> so that was it's the that best. Was, that was that. Jacksonville, Kansas City is NBC, by the way, not CBS. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Then there's nowhere else for Ranson, Nance and Romo to go. I so my wife walked in. I'm watching the game last night, and like Dallas and Tampa, and she's like, "Who do you want?" Like, oh, Dallas, and she. This is like one of her few sort of uh, firm areas when it comes to sports, like her interest in sports. One of her very few like rules, so to speak, is mm-hmm. no Dallas, like mm-hmm. just no. It's the combination of the Super Bowls that the Bills lost to Dallas and she was in college in Texas at the time or just mm-hmm. after that. So like no, she's had to put up with all my indifference toward which teams win which games in this fantasy, this new fantasy era 
that I that I'm so entrenched in. But uh, the, the, it can't be it can't be pro Dallas. But I'm like, you know, it's Brady on the other team. You know, there's nothing. Let me just say it, and then I'll decide if I really mean it. That's not how you're supposed to do this. It's supposed to be the other way around. Uh, there's nothing better than watching Brady stink. It's just I love it. I, I not even I love it in a way that I'm not even embarrassed to admit it. Because mm-hmm. things like this, you know, yep. are kind of they they look bad on you. You just you're rooting against guys. I don't want to just brag about how I feel about that that kind of thing. But man, I mean, he's out there trying to trip people and just throwing these passes into the dirt all night so he doesn't get hit. That's really what it's all about, isn't it, with Brady? Like, even that mm-hmm. interception in the end zone, he just doesn't want to take any more hits. Right. And it's yeah, great I, to watch him lose. It, 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 it is. I am I admire this stance of your wife, though, because I'm look, – look, last night I had – it was it, – it, it, I don't know. It's like the evil empire facing off against the evil empire. I have no, all, you know what I've got? All I've got is whatever interest I've got. Betting. Betting. Uh, I've got that. And, you know, on the show, I took Tampa. So, like, I'm rooting for Tampa. Um, I've got 50 units on McCarthy getting fired before next season begins. Hmm. So, I think. Maybe the only pathway to that, I'm not sending you the money yet, but the only pathway to that was, I think, losing this game. Um, we'll see. I mean, I'm, I'll hold out hope. Jones can be, you know, pretty uh, temperamental, and if next week doesn't go well, maybe he'll still do something. I don't know. Um, but that was it. Like, I, I can't I, – I'm torn between I, – I also love watching Brady throw balls, you know, that, that land at his receiver's feet. Like I and I have I'm not shy about proclaiming that I I I, I have no problem uh, saying that as a as a grown man I think reasonably mature and you know pretty well adjusted uh, I, I have no trouble admitting that that I'm petty enough to want to watch him look like he's unemployable in the league like that that works for me the are, problem are we, is are we there by the way I I, I maybe I I mean maybe. That's how, how does he, last night's a perfect example. How did I talk myself into Tampa in this game? It wasn't a McCarthy bet. I mean, that was like a sidecar. Um, oh, it was, it was there. It, but it was there, but it wasn't like why I said, okay, I, Tampa will win this game. It was like, I'm down on them. I've been down on them all year. Every time I watch him, he looks like that. that. That's how he's looked most of the year. What did he throw for last night? On 66 attempts, I know, but like 350 yards? Like, at some point in the week leading up to these games, I noticed where he stood in the league passing yards-wise. I'm like, well, even though it looks bad, he still he still he puts up a lot of nuts. Like, they move the ball. I don't know. Dallas can be a little weird. All right, fine. Tampa. I mean, what a trap. I mean, this is like an idiot taking that. Because I knew I, I'm watching pregame coverage, and there's Booger McFarland. Do, you know, they're doing the picks like you love with the scores and everything oh. at, at the end of the pregame show, Monday Night Countdown. And he says, exa- it, 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 I, I, you know, I'd be exaggerating if I said it put it, a chill ran through my body when he said it. But it was the, the first moment where I went, what am I doing? He said, something along the lines of, when a team shows you who they are, you should believe them. And Tampa has showed us all year that they're not good. So, come on. He's get your, out of here. He's your boy now, McFarland. I know, right. I, I'm digging him. I mean, he was great on, on January 2nd. 
uh, in, in a very tough situation, obviously. And and he says that last night. I'm just like, yeah, that's probably right. <laughs> that's probably right. I've been I I picked New Orleans to win their division. I was not down. I was down on Tampa all year, and it's the playoffs. They're playing Dallas. I'm like, oh no, they can do it. It's Tom Brady. He threw for 4,800 well, yards or well, whatever. Well, like, well, well. I mean, they could have won the game. It was like a two and a half point. Line. Yeah, I know. There was a there was a case easily. There was a case to the for the Bucks. I like Dallas partly because it was one of those. Excuse me. I'm always reading into the lines, if not over reading into the lines. Like this year, it's been the kind of year where I feel like oh, I've probably been overthinking it. But then maybe next year I'll I'll revert and then just kind of simplify, and maybe that'll be wrong. You never know. But Dallas, I thought, was getting too little credit. Because late in the year, they had had some bad days. Like defensively, they were struggling this Washington game last week. But they were probably still, because they were favored, I thought that said, they were probably a a level up from Tampa Bay. Mm -hmm. And so that turned out to be right. But, you know... Right. I, well, I'm definitely yeah, not trying to explain picks to you. <laughs> right. No, I know. <laughs> all I'm saying is I heard the case all year about Tampa and was skeptical of it. And then when it came to came to it, I, I fell for it. And I just I feel kind of like a chump because uh, I really not, not because I believed every I just I stopped believing what I believed. What I thought to be true was that they're not any good and he's washed. And I still picked them, and I just felt stupid. He um, led the league in completions and attempts this year and last year. Right. And last year he led in yards and touchdown passes, too. He had 10,000 passing yards the last two years combined for Tampa Bay. 16,000 in the three years he played for the Buccaneers, which I'm thinking is probably over. But uh, we'll see. I'd be stunned if he is back there. I I just don't want to be stuck on the ride. You know, like if Aaron Rodgers today said, I'm going to take my time, fine, take your time. That means we're going to have to hear speculation about Mm -hmm. him all the time, which, okay, you know, maybe I can be able to, for the most part, avoid that. Because I don't want want to go on the ride. Brady last year was offensive. And, And then when you found out he was negotiating with the Dolphins and trying to scam his way or scheme his way is probably better to a different team. I was thinking about that a lot last night, actually. I wanted him to get booed. But, he, I mean, he won a Super Bowl there. He's Tom Brady. Right. It's just like, that. this whole season, imagine if that's us. This whole season, you know he wanted to get out of there. That's his teammates, too. Mm-hmm. And so, I don't know. That's like, tough. That's, I, t- that's I would, t- a tough place to be. Yeah, I mean, like, I never stopped thinking about that this season with him. Just, like, how he tried to scheme his way out. Of that team. Maybe that happens often enough in sports and we never find out. But we did find out Mm -hmm. (laughs) in this case. Just, uh, I don't like him for so many reasons. Right. Well, Well, watching watching him flail around, but to benefit Jerry Jones, you know, whatever, you know, chugging Riesling in a suite, just not. That is, I mean, I even, I said at one point on Twitter last night, like, I've been all right staying up. I haven't said much about it, but I've stayed up for these night games, like the back half of the season, mostly. And, you know, what do I have to do in the morning? You know, if I sleep until nine, no one cares but me. Like, I just need to settle into, like, it's okay to do that. So I'm doing that. So I'm watching these nights. But watching that, I couldn't even, I just, I couldn't win. For trying. I'm going to watch it, and yes, I'm getting one result that I like, which is Brady looks 
terrible and they're going to lose. But you know, the other side of that is this, and I, I'm I'm with your wife on Dallas. Like I can't I can't stomach it. Well, it's always there to talk about which teams we hate the most: Brady's Bucks, Dallas, you know, whatever in the NFC. However, it's also the time of year where, I mean, the NFC matters. <laughs> let me just let me just start there. The the NFC matters with the Bills in mind here. And so you've got the Giants at Philadelphia Saturday night and then Dallas at San Francisco Sunday after the Bills game. I mean, <laughs> what, what I'm trying to feel, feel like find a, a clever way to sort of present this that isn't just so obvious, but like we we're we have to care about this. We mm-hmm. we need to care about these well, teams we sure on the hope, other we side. Sure, we we should now. We sure hope it matters. Not yeah, in right. terms of whether we like Tom Brady from twenty years ago or Dallas mm-hmm. from thirty years ago. Like this is for for the next four weeks. And so you know what is what is that to start? I think it's go Giants, right? I mean Saturday night <laughs> yes. we're, we're rooting for Jacksonville and we're rooting for the Giants. Almost just the same. Mm-hmm. Almost the same, right? Yes. And then. Dallas, think, San Francisco, well, I don't need to rush you. Dallas, San Francisco is good. Uh, that one is more just like how good do you think San Francisco is to what extent right. you want to root against them. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I'll have, I'll have, I think, objectively speaking, I think I'd rather have to deal with the Cowboys than the 49ers myself. I don't think it's a blowout. I, I, you know, Dallas might be, you know, pretty formidable there, especially if Parsons is right. Um but I, I feel like San Francisco getting taken out, um, I, you know, either they or Philly to me are 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 daunting. I, I feel like Dallas is more – it's like a step down from them, and so I guess I'd be rooting for Dallas to come out of there, but that means I'm rooting for Dallas, and yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't really know if I can do that. You might have to. Yeah. I don't have to do anything. No, you I'll, might choo- have to. I'll choose. No. I will choose. But this the way I laid is, that out, it sounds more favorable to play Dallas, I think. This premise is that they may need you. We may need you <laughs> right. to do that. Right. Well, I'll try to do what's best. Interesting couple of things on the Bengals that I saw today. And I'm not sure either is really meaningful. But I did see some stats that Joe Burrow has been considerably better in games not against division rivals, that there's a the, – the logic here or the conclusion here would be that the more – the less familiar you are against Burrow, the more trouble you're in. Mm-hmm. And so, again, like the Bills did prepare for him not even a month ago and saw him a little bit. He did well. Like that was going well for Cincinnati that night. But something perhaps to keep in mind. It's also something that might be true all over the league where uh, – you know, in the in the division, more familiarity, better scheming, better game planning uh, from that makes it tougher on a quarterback. Also, I saw, and this I think is probably just too small a sample, but their defense has been better on the road, Cincinnati. And I don't know why. Maybe that's a little bit schedule. Maybe that's just kind of fluky, but that's been true um, this year. I thought I saw the opposite. Maybe it was something specific mm. about their defense. Um but just before we started, I thought I saw okay. something about that. So, well, fine. I'll try. I'll try to. I'll try to find it here while maybe, we're talking. Maybe I got that wrong. So, um, week two of the off season here, and you've got coaching news, right? Like offensive coordinator, the Chargers was fired today. Jim Schwartz was hired in Cleveland to be the new defensive coordinator in Cleveland. 
And he is not the only ex-Bills defensive coordinator I saw come up on a list today. Jerry Gray. Okay, yeah. He's getting Atlanta. some head coach attention, isn't he? Yeah. Jer- Jerry Gray? Yeah, no, is it just defense coordinator? I think what I saw was defensive coordinator in Atlanta. That's a long time ago, Jerry Gray, here. I mean, 20 years. Right? He's like... Williams. Greg Williams? Yes. Wow. I was going to say Jerron, but wow. Greg Williams, defensive coordinator, was Jerry Gray, at least for part of that time. I don't know about the whole time. But, yeah. I don't think it's been very interesting this year, the coaching carousel stuff. Like who's the big name? Harbaugh took him. Jim Harbaugh took himself out. Who's the big name? Like it's not. It's not that fun this year. I mean, Sean, Sean Payton is Sean is, Payton is a massive. That's right. Name. That's right. Um, and I'm sick of him. It, <laughs> and it's only just starting. I, I'm not enjoying the Sean Payton <laughs> yeah. updates. Why? I just not. Did Sal say the same? We talked about this yesterday. Is are we all on the same page with Sean Payton? I don't know. He's good, but um, like. He said, Peyton himself said, that from his conversation with the Saints, he might be worth a first-round draft pick. That you might, if you wanted Sean Peyton, have to trade New Orleans a first-round draft pick. New Orleans could use it. But anyway, like that's the price, perhaps, for him. And so, I don't know. Would you want your team to trade a, a number one pick to get Sean Peyton? It's, it's interesting. A couple of things. My, my instinct is no, but. I saw a tweet about how like Bill Parcells was traded for and a couple other guys who were really successful were acquired in trades, coaches. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm sure I've told you this at least once along, going back a long time. You've talked a lot over the years about like your story and how you were listening to WFAN mm-hmm. in New York when the Bills were in Super Bowls. And so was I a little bit. I was in Rochester then, and I was – tuning into 660 sometimes too if i could get it in mm-hmm. and you know the name joe benigno sure yeah so he was on overnights for mm-hmm. for a took period of time for the great steve summers took over yeah. for, steve, for steve summers and i remember listening to him a jet fan talking about parcells like this rumor that the jets might get parcells at, out of after he'd been with new england and maybe they had to trade a first round pick to new england or at least perhaps i don't know but like that was the conversation and he said, look, the Jets have tried everything. The Jets have gone hard into free agency. They've had number one overall picks. Every strategy allowed, the Jets have tried. And they've lost. Except this. He was like, this is, one, this is the one move. Going out and getting the number one coach. Right. Which our guy. cost you, at least this is how I remember it, 25 years ago, whatever. Would, would cost you the first round pick, whatever it is. This they should do it because this is the one thing they've never tried, and they did, and they were good like right away, like the Jets went right mm-hmm. to the AFC Championship in uh, in '98, like they were good right away under Parcells. So I don't know if Sean Payton is Parcells, but I sort of think maybe it is a good idea for one of these bad teams. I I think if you've got a quarterback in place, it makes a lot more sense. Like as far as like giving up that asset, right? Because I I think. Like the coach, you know, a coach can be a, a difference maker, tone setter for the organization, all, all the stuff. But you still need like everything that Sean McDermott has wanted to build here and has built here. 
I, I, I don't I, I don't think it's standing very tall if Josh Allen doesn't crash through his ceiling and become one of the top quarterbacks of his generation. So you got to have that. And what do you need to get that? You need picks. You need you need assets. Probably. I mean, I guess you can just sign a guy. Maybe you get Sean Payton. Anybody you want wants to come to you. Um, you know, perhaps. So I think if if but but like how many bad teams have the great quarterback in place already? You know, like the that's a it's a bit of a riddle. You know, you got to find a very specific. Mm-hmm. Like that's why, like the Chargers were pretty interesting for this, and they they made their move here, and I assume because they fired their their two big offensive guys that Staley is safe. Me too, and that's that. So, but if they had to give up a pick or picks to get Sean Payton and already have Justin Herbert, like okay, I think that makes sense. Um, but if you're starting from nowhere and have to give up number ones, or at least even on number one, boy, I'd have a tough time doing it. Trista Crick, BetMGM, Sam Monson coming up, Paul hey. Hamilton as well. I found what I was thinking of, and I, I don't know, maybe you saw something different. Football Outsiders, Bengals defensive DVOA at home, second in the NFL, on the road, 22nd in the NFL. Okay, I just read it backwards, okay. so I'm glad you had seen that one. Yep. Trista Crick, Sam Monson, Paul Hamilton, and maybe you, 803-0550 as we go through the day. Mike Schoep and the Bulldog, WGR. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Uh, 